If you're speaking, we can't hear you. You like disappeared off the face of the planet. You were like abducted or something. Oh, fuck. Really? Kevin Spacey got her. So here we are, after two months of, <laughs> of promising promises. I was listening, so my sister's uh, finally catching up because she went on a little podcast hiatus for a while. So she's finally catching up. She's like, oh, I'm finally listening to Sitting Crooked. So she's kind of texting me updates. And I'm like, oh, well, I want to listen to it so I can listen along with her. So I've been listening to like some of our more recent stuff, just kind of on and off sporadically. And we're like... Yeah, so Angie's back at work, so we're recording like every single week now, and we're back on schedule. <laughs> and that oh, lasted man. for like four episodes. <laughs> Isn't it great when we lie? Lying is fun. Yeah. <laughs> this whole podcast is based on. <laughs> I mean, uh, you could you could blame the last two months on me. Like I had to move and all that fun stuff. So Oh yeah, Shane's participating again. <laughs> Oh yeah, we invited him is. back. Let's let's blame him. Okay, I'm a person too, you know. No, <laughs> you're with, a disturbance. With, it's so sad. <laughs> with with thoughts and feelings and hopes and dreams. Well, I mean, we'll be the judge of that. As approved by us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like Skynet is like three months late, so here I am. Right, I gotta fill in the gap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so welcome to Sitting Crooked. The lying podcast where we lie to you about our lives. <laughs> <laughs> where we commit to things and have no intention of keeping those commitments. Basically allergic <laughs> to commitment here. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm covered in hives from commitment. <laughs> <laughs> Just itching with commitment here. <laughs> itching with commitment. So yeah, sitting crooked. I'm yeah, Jenna. Sitting crooked. I'm Angie. That's Shane. I didn't even get to introduce myself. He's, he's not allowed to introduce himself. No. Oh, we, we've taken everything from you. I'll just, I'll just screw it up, anyways. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I mean, well, at least you said it, so we don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I, I know what I'm about. Oh my god! It's so fun to have somebody to pick on. <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, is my life in a nutshell. Oh. <laughs> Your life is just like consensual non-consent. <laughs> I'm like I'm like a punching bag, and like Angie is Sylvester Stallone, and, and Jenna is like Sylvester Stallone's punch, like boxing gloves. Oh. Ooh. So Angie uses me. <laughs> I get, I, apparently, I wear Jenna. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my god, speaking of wearing that actually that's not really relevant. <laughs> Punching bags and injuries. Yeah, there we go. There's a connection. We're talking about injuries today. <laughs> Transition. We yeah, we haven't done any like we haven't done anything like oh that makes us We haven't done like, anything in a while. <laughs> no, 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 we're not talking about that. We're past that. We've already we've had our time feeling bad about that. We're over it now. Okay. We haven't talked about anything cringy in a while. 
Like we've had some like historical stuff and some, um, I forget the last one we did, but, <laughs> but we That's haven't true. Anything, like really be like, oh, um, yeah. So we're going to talk about injuries today after some minor technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go first? <laughs> Well, what are let, what are our themes? Let, let's start with that. So I'm sex injuries. <laughs> I Hi. am sex injuries. <laughs> Hello, my name is Sex Injuries. Um, um, I'm like honestly, I went to Ranker because that is my the only reason this podcast exists. <laughs> um, and I I looked I took three from like the top worst photos you should never google so Ooh. Oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's my theme <laughs> i took uh like movie and well it's, i was gonna say tv but they're all literally all uh movie set uh injuries nice. um i've got like two that i had to like i already knew about but i had to look up specifics and there's one like that i know from a friend so <laughs> it's yeah it's pretty good sweet Jenny let's make Shane. <laughs> I was gonna say, let's make Shane go first. Uh, he's our guest. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll do the I'll do the personal one first. Not even personal, but the friend one first. Um, so a friend of mine lived behind the uh, the McLaughlin house. Um, I forget the official name for it, but in Oshawa. Yeah, yeah. In the town that we come from. Yep. We have um, we have listeners from like Australia, so you gotta you gotta be more specific. Oh there. my god! <laughs> okay, <laughs> McLaughlin um, House, crikey! <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's the McLaughlin House. Um, they filmed a ton of movies there, so like Billy Madison. Um, just about all of the X Men movies are filmed there. Xavier's School for Extraordinary Children, or whatever it's called. But a ton of movies are filmed there, and. Uh, so a friend of mine, his parents own a house behind there. Behind there's a ton of houses. And they used to be houses for like all the servants, like the maids and butlers and the cleaners. The chains, yep. Yeah, yeah, the chains. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I know what I'm about. <laughs> I used if to it was the early 1990s, like, I'd, I'd probably be a cleaner or something. <laughs> Anyways, so he would... Uh, his bedroom window was at the front of the house. And so he could see whenever they were filming a movie or if there's a wedding or something going on there. So this one day he was uh, sick from school and he saw them filming a movie and he saw Jackie Chan and they were filming the tuxedo, which I've never seen. And it was a terrible movie anyway. It was a bad movie. Support. Yeah, it's, it was terrible. I have um, no there's a, as far as I know of, I think there's like a scene where he like runs across a roof or something like that, or he slides down it. I don't know specifically. Every Jackie Chan movie ever, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you've seen a Jackie Chan movie, you've seen him run across a roof or slide down it. So he's running across the roof, and so he's like watching. He's like, "All right, cool. At least I get something to watch while I'm sick." So he sees Jackie Chan run across the roof, and like he falls, he starts, he falls, starts tumbling, slides, and falls off of the roof of the building. And the building, I think, is like, I don't know, like three stories, two and a half, Wait, something like that. He's watching this in the movie, or he's like watching like, this watching from it, his bedroom window. From his bedroom window. Okay. <laughs> movies being filmed. Okay, gotcha. And like weddings and all sorts of stuff. Um, 
And so he sees him fall off the roof. So Jackie Chan, he broke his arm and he like blew his left kneecap or something like that. Oh. Yeah, so he started like texting all his friends. He's like, yeah, so I just saw Jackie Chan fall off a roof. Today was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Dear diary. <laughs> You'll never guess what I saw today. <laughs> Ever seen a kneecap go through the flesh? <laughs> I have. <laughs> I mean, it's, it was Jackie Chan. And, like, that's like a Tuesday for him anyways, so. Yeah, he probably, like, got up and kept filming. Oh, probably. He's like, all right, but let's do that take again. Just throw, just throw some duct tape on it. We'll be good. So, the first one that I came up with, I came up with all on my own. Didn't use Ranker at all. Just kidding. Um, it's, have you guys ever heard of something called ring avulsion? I No. The- oh, yes. Oh, fuck, yes. Ring avulsion happens when you're wearing a ring and it gets caught on an object and there's enough force either on your finger or caught on the ring um, that basically like strips the flesh off your finger. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so, you know, you, you both have worn rings at some point in your lives. Um, Mm -hmm. I have one on right now. Yeah, I'm going to make your fingers really itchy at this. Uh, Mm. (laughs) um, So, yeah, it basically strips your finger from base to tip. Um, Sometimes just flesh, sometimes bones and flesh. Uh, Like, basically, when it strips it off, uh, you can strip away various layers. um, And the worst ones that I saw um, were images of like the weird like triangle tip of your of your finger bone and then all the nerves and tendons attached to it (laughs) so that that stripping process is actually called degloving um when it strips the skin bone and muscle um if you get your ring caught on like door which has actually happened to me and now ever have like retroactive fear of something yes <laughs> so like i kept thinking of this because i was walking into our office um like back at back at work and i got my finger caught in the um we had like what the hell do you call them not like a they're not like a knob but like a lever yeah a lever like door lever knobs <laughs> i got my ring caught in there and it bent it like it it was like a little weird egg shape and I'm like, holy shit, like, I could have skinned my whole fucking finger off as I'm, like, researching this. I'm just like, oh, my God, no, no, no. Um, yeah, so it, it can be pretty traumatic. I mean, not only does it strip your flesh, but um, it can also crush your veins. So even if they try to repair it, which they can, um, you have to make sure they either have to get veins from another part of your body to make sure that there's still blood flow to that digit. Oh. Uh, and, and whatever gets skinned off or degloved, uh, you have to bring to the hospital with you so they can <laughs> kind of like re-glove <laughs> your finger. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, this is why Josh and I got our rings tattooed because yeah, we I'm both thinking, work with our hands a lot. <laughs> I'm thinking that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you always hear about that at like factory work. When I worked at Woodbridge Foam, that's what they told us. They're like, you can wear rings and stuff if you want. But you shouldn't. 
and here's why for you losing fingers yeah so i wouldn't wear like i've got a ring that i wear in my one middle my right middle finger and like i was taking that off and i was taking my necklace off i'm like yeah i've i've seen enough like i've heard enough safety stories to know better by now <laughs> yeah it's not worth it this actually happened to jimmy fallon like yeah i, I didn't know um but he had to get a vein taken out of his leg or his foot Oh, his foot, uh, and replaced in one of his fingers to attach, to reattach his finger sleeve. <laughs> oh. um, and from what I'm, I'm reading online, um, it can, if it's not like an amputation, like with the actual force and the actual like event of it being pulled off, doesn't amputate your finger. Um, they recommend it because it's a very complicated, anything with your fingers and your hands, because there's so many tendons and nerves, it's, it's really complicated to like reattach <laughs> so they recommend amputation so don't skin your fingers off the pictures i've seen is like it separates your flesh and tendons and stuff but it doesn't like peel it off the the ring just moves up like up inside you know what yeah, i mean yeah 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 yeah. Exactly. Like that's like the base, and then your the rest of your finger is the, the glove in this situation. Yeah. Oh. It's like its own little balloon of flesh that just Gross. slides over all the Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking my ring off. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um we talked, you guys thought I was fucking crazy. Like I think with the first episode where where Shane and I first met, like actually met for the first time <laughs> and i was talking about guys who like slather their junk in peanut butter so that their dogs <laughs> oh, no. will lick it off and you guys oh, were like no. fucking what so uh, this uh young lad decided that gravy would be the way to go oh no <laughs> and oh, it's so much it. worse than you're even thinking so uh, he decided to go with gravy. Um, young gentleman did not feel like actually making gravy, so he got like a store bought can, and he basically like dip dip his junk in and then let the dog go to town and rinse and repeat. Um, except he didn't take the lid off all the way, the can. Oh, so he. It gets so much worse. He sliced his dick on the metal edge of the gravy can, didn't know what to do, passed out, bled out, and died. What? <laughs> Isn't there like a main, like a really big artery in your dick, though? Like, isn't that a thing? Yeah, it's what makes it fun. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but like separating that, like, is that what is that what happens? Is it like the the jugular of dick? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So he cut his dick and then bled out, and his roommate found him, and the dog was just licking out all oh. the gravy, oh. and the mattress was just drenched in blood, um, oh. and he was just laying there. So he called like. The paramedics, obviously, they came and tried to, to, to revive him, but it was, he was there for so long because, like, 
either he, you know, it happened and he was just too embarrassed or it was so fast or he was so disgusted or whatever from blood loss that he passed out and then bled out while he was unconscious. Oh, man. So don't fuck gravy. <laughs> that, what a way to go. That sucks. Yeah. And it's like, like there's shame in it all after. Like, just like, it's one thing if you're like, okay, maybe I can hide some of this on my own, but you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like, bro, that's my gravy. That's, that's why it's like, not that I would ever do something like that, but hypothetically, if I was going to, I would even know. <laughs> If for whatever reason this goes south and I die, lie. <laughs> Just lie. like tell people, tell people I died from anything. But else. like I see, leaving a note for something like autoerotic asphyxiation would make sense because you're like this is very risky. But like, like slathering your junk in gravy, you're like yeah, whatever. <laughs> Open the can. Like, you can't be that horny not to open a fucking can all the way. Come on. I mean, he was, but like, Jesus. Heat up a bagel like the rest of them. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't have a dick. I don't know. Oh, man. Assume that's what keep the bagels hidden from. I'm going to be terrified whenever I open a can now. Just like, just thinking of that in my head. Like, oh, man. It's going to be like Final Destination. It's just going to fall on your dick. Rip through my jeans and just like cut it open and be like, well, this is how I go. And in my last, like, in my last five minutes before I pass it, I'll be like messaging you guys on Snapchat. Please lie to people. Like, ew, we don't want to hear about this. Fuck off. <laughs> oh my god. It sounds tell, like tell a people I died. horror movie. Tell people I died saving like a baby seal from like. We'll just keep it vague. People will be like, what happened? And we'll be like, he died doing what he loved. (laughs) Oh my God. And they can take that into interpretation however they want. That's like gravy. Yeah, the thought of gravy and blood mixed together is unsettling. That's just. That's how gravy used to be made, though. <laughs> in medieval times, it's how they made gravy, fat and blood. There you go. Yeah. Got yourself a whole meal. I no longer want to live in medieval times anymore. <laughs> so you're gonna say I never, I no longer want to live. I was like, oh, <laughs> thank you for ruining my childhood dreams. Like I'm fascinated by it, but being a woman, I don't think I'd want to be in medieval times either. Like, oh yeah, God, no. <laughs> okay, so on on a, a later. Less disgusting note. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody everybody knows, hopefully, Bob Hoskins. I'm going to fuck up his last name. John Leguizamo. Le- oh, I have no clue who these people are. He played Luigi. He yes. was Tybalt in Romeo and Juliet with Leo. Yeah. Um, you'd know Bob Hoskins from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, if you remember that movie at all. I do. Uh-oh. I haven't seen that in for fucking ever, though. Yeah, he was the detective. Oh, okay. Uh, I got his name. Um, so on the so, Mario Brothers movie? I'm gonna read yeah. It. So it's it's funny that you mention that because it does have to do with the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> so, like, that shows <laughs> how old I am. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, I I not, was not only only unlucky to have seen that on VHS. I got to see it, like, opening weekend at theaters. I was obsessed with Mario Brothers as a kid. So, like, I begged my parents to, like, take me. And they took me on opening weekend. 
and it was like my first my first real disappointment as a, a human being <laughs> <laughs> like i remember walking out of that movie like not no like i look back at it and like i think that was the first time i'd felt real disappointment so like i wasn't sure how like what i was feeling at the time but when i look Aww. back i'm like no that was my the, my first true disappointment <laughs> confusion <laughs> and like not sure whether to be like excited or like upset that this movie existed <laughs> you know years later when i went back to this movie and started looking into the background and everything like this movie was plagued from like day one i won't go into the full backstory but like look it up there's like documentaries and videos on it and the story is hilarious everyone hated the directors and it was just like it was just a shit show the movie almost didn't happen like multiple times um it was so bad that bob hoskins and john Luquise, i'm not even gonna pronounce his last name fuck it um yeah they would drink all the time so like they were drunk on set for most of the filming of this movie the later <laughs> half of it and they like there were injuries like every day um Bob Hoskins, he had been stabbed four times, electrocuted, broke a finger, and nearly drowned in the making oh. of this. Yeah, he almost died twice during the making of this film. And one of them, when he broke his finger, uh, there's a scene when they have to, they're in like their their truck, their like plumber's truck. And it's like, it's like one of those like delivery trucks, like those FedEx trucks where they've got like the sliding door, but it's mm-hmm. usually kept open. Um, so they're both drunk and John accelerated the van too quickly and the sliding door closed on a Hoskins hand. Like it almost broke his finger right off. Yeah. So it was considered like one of the most nightmarish filmings of all time. Um, I mean, that movie was terrible anyway. Yeah. (laughs) It, you know what? It's like in room territory now where it's like, it's so bad. That it's actually like kind of good in like the <laughs> worst ways. Oh, hi, Mario. <laughs> I did not do it. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> it's Army of Lisa. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my my second one. Um, you know, trip down nostalgia. Yeah, yours are very specific. Mine are like, this is what happens when this happens. Um, so I looked up fourth degree burns, which was super fun. Oh. Yeah. So I thought I would take you through like, uh, first, second, third, fourth degree burns. Cause I'm like, I know third is bad. And I'm like, I've, have I even heard of fourth? I don't know. So, um, first degree burns are like redness, swelling, uh, pain. Like you touch the pan. That was too hot. Um, Second-degree burns uh, involve pain, blisters, splotchy skin, and severe swelling. So you, you held on to that pan because you really wanted those french fries or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, Third-degree burns result in white and leathery skin. Uh, and they're relatively painless because they, they damage so many nerves. Which I thought was really interesting because you just you think third-degree and you just think of like, oh my god, like this, this just inconceivable pain. But if you don't have nerves, then how can you? I don't know. Jenna, help. Help. What's the psychology? See, that's that's why I said I wanted to um, be burned alive versus whatever the other thing was, buried alive. Oh. Oh, way back when. Wasn't yeah, it yeah, like yeah. Burn or drown? 
We went through a couple, but oh no, because we're talking about like being cremated being versus buried because I have a fear that I'm going to be mistaken as dead. So my like after death choice is based on whether I'd rather be buried alive or burned alive. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But if you're unconscious, you wouldn't feel yourself being burned alive anyway. Exactly. That's why my choice is burned alive. Oh, but wouldn't you just pass? Okay, we're not talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me argue your, pers- your personal life don't, don't, you know, don't, don't take the red pill. Don't. So yeah, uh, fourth degree burns. Uh, all layers of skin are burned away. And like, I don't know if you've seen a cross section of skin, but there's like, like nine layers. Uh, magic yeah. school bus. <sighs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, all layers of skin are burned away. Uh, usually reveals bones. Um, and the burn. This isn't really a surprise, but the burn might be uh, so severe that whatever limb or appendage it's on needs to be amputated. Mm. Um, but this is actually the least painful. And again, going back to the nerve uh, nerve ending thing, because your nerves are ash by the time <laughs> by the time you actually get to the hospital anyway. Um, and usually with fourth degree burns, um, chemical burns are the most common. Like you don't really, unless you're like in a fire, I don't know. I don't know how fires work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like you wouldn't, chemical burns happen so quickly that like there's more time, there's less time for you to like remove yourself from harm. Whereas like if you're caught in a burning house, you can at least kind of move around a bit and like spread out the, the burning. I don't know. Yeah, that in yeah, yeah that in depending on like the the type of chemical burn like it, and its state it's more likely to stick to you. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's I have deep fears thing. about this because I make soap, yeah. so I deal with sodium hydroxide oh, all the yeah. time. Which like as soon as you add water to sodium hydroxide, it heats up to a minimum of four hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, Holy crap. Um, so that shit will burn you while it's cold. So if you get it on you and you're and it's hot, like you're fucked. They they were saying like if you do get burnt, say on your hands or your feet, that um you have to like one of the first response um procedures that that paramedics would do or that you should do as like if you you know ever burn your hands is to like keep your digits separated for that reason because it's sticky and because like your skin can actually like your fingers can fuse together because your skin is so like it's liquid right (laughs) (laughs) your skin is liquid um so once you actually get treated they have to scrape off all the old burnt skin and like cut away at it um, so your top, the top layer of skin is regenerative. I mean, that's, that's pretty obvious. If you've ever popped a zit and then that blemish goes away and heals, then that's kind of an example of, <laughs> of your skin regenerating or like healing cuts or whatever. Um, but when you have a burn that goes beyond that, that layer into the, uh, the lower dermis, um, you have, that's when skin grafts have to be implemented because that, that lower skin won't won't heal itself right it's kind of like it's like brain tissue i guess i read this really gross thing last night actually josh was like i'm not gonna show you the picture because i know it's gonna freak you out but i guess there's like i don't know if it's all fish or like a certain kind of fish that they can graft like their skin and scales off of to help heal burn and like skin issues on humans Oh, I've heard about so, that. So there's these people that have skin grafts from fish. So they have like 
scales on their arm. Oh, that's crazy. That's really fucking gross. Very <laughs> cool, but very oh, fucking gross. Yeah, it's yeah, like my worst cool. nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. My yeah. instant thought would be like, can I breathe now? Can I breathe underwater? <laughs> <laughs> Just leave like a note. And before you go swimming in your bathtub <laughs> and we'll lie for you. <laughs> oh my God. All I could think of when you're mentioning fourth degree burns was uh, Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Like he probably wasn't in a lot of pain after the first three seconds. Yeah, That's but true. He's a big baby anyway. So probably. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck Anakin. Fuck him. I mean he, he had a pretty I think he had like a pretty gnarly scar in his face too, if I remember correctly. I don't know. It's been forever since I've watched that movie. But his whole face was mangled. I mean And then he got burned. <laughs> yeah. So this is like before like he gets, you know, gets like war amped and gets set on fire. Like he's got this big scar in his face or something. It looks like a melted Kendall. Actually, you know what? That entire movie with the long hair, he looks like a melted Ken doll the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go back and watch that movie. I'm going to laugh a lot now. Clearly. Speaking of movies. Um, this happened on most of far. Oh, wait. No, it's it's Jenna's turn. What am I? I'm not going to. Well, that's okay. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, go for it. I'll just do two. All right. Um, so we've all seen seven. Hopefully. No, I haven't. Jenna! What? Oh, I've I seen can't. Shane, this I've... is a recurring theme with, with Jenna <laughs> and me at movies. <laughs> For some... Okay, so... <laughs> 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 I've seen snippets of it. Um, obviously, when I was young, I got into horror movies pretty fast. But there was a few movies where, like, my sister and or dad, usually both of them, were like, you cannot watch this. And I'm like, okay. And that just always stuck with me. So now I'm fucking terrified to even watch it because that was like one of the five movies that they were like, you cannot watch this. And I was like, okay. It probably didn't let you watch Zodiac either. I'm guessing. It didn't come up, but I also never tried. (laughs) Also a good movie. You should watch that. So we should just have a marathon. The three of us of like all the movies we never watched that should have. (laughs) Jenna. We've been saying that for three years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what? You've okay, never seen I had a... whatever I, movie I haven't seen. That one with the Nazis, you know, when they're dancing. Indiana Jones? What? Red... <laughs> no, the <laughs> kittens. Whisker kittens. Kitten whiskers. You know, Nazis. Aristocats? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the hills are alive. <laughs> Sound of music. Oh, the sound of music. That's so the one. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. That's what I've been trying Whisker to do. Gotcha. All right. It all comes together. Wow. <laughs> what a, what a that, journey. That devolved fast. Oh, my God. Uh, so seven. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seven. So I was going to do a quote, but now I'm not going to because I don't want to spoil it. Um, so like, it's got Brad Pitt in it. And um, What's in the scene? box? Yeah, yeah that's box. exactly what I was going to do. <laughs> nothing good jenna Spoiler nothing alert. good nothing really good. Nothing good you'll never want to open a christmas present for like a good couple years um yeah so brad pitt uh in a scene he's uh chasing after a john doe 
and he falls and uh, his arm goes through a, um, a windshield of a car. And that wasn't supposed to happen in the movie. Oh. Um, and he actually had to get like surgery on his arm. Um, I don't know how bad it was, but it was pretty bad. Um, but the accident was written into the script to explain why Brad Pitt had a cast over his arm. And funny enough, the original script did call for Brad Pitt to get injured in a sequence, but not his hand. So it kind of like as unfortunate as it was that it was like a legitimate accident that happened to him. They just made it work for the film and it was something similar was supposed to happen anyways. So it's funny that it happened to his arm. Oh, hmm. but yeah, yeah, we need to, we need to make you watch seven because that movie's amazing. Yeah. Seven's awesome. And you'll understand when we go, well, what's in the box. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was reading a bunch of stories last night and this is the this is one where I was actually like, Ooh, like <laughs> out loud. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then the end, I was like, Oh my God. So this is a direct um, quote story from an EMT. Um, I'm an EMT. And last month we had a call for a hemorrhage, but the caller didn't give any more details. When we pull up, the guy comes running out to meet us. He just keeps saying, we don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. We just woke up like this. We get inside the house and there's no furniture except for a single ratty mattress lying in the middle of a rather large living room, uh, laying in the middle of a rather large living room. Uh, On it is this lady curled up in the fetal position, shivering under a blanket. Surrounding her is a huge puddle of blood. The mattress is soaked and the carpet squishes beneath our boots. There's blood down the hallway and a bloody handprint down the walls. This la- the lady's blood pressure starts off okay, uh, but it quickly starts to drop as we start to examine her. We note extreme bruising on her inner thighs and the guy points to a large blood clot, in quotes, coming out of her butt. We're worried oh, it's an no. abusive situation, so we don't ask any more questions until we get her in the truck. It turns out that they had come to her grandma's lake house to go fishing, gotten crazy drunk, started fooling around, and he then decided to fist her in the ass, oh. proceeding to pull her inside out, hence oh. the clot. She had so much alcohol that her blood wouldn't clot, and so... um when she felt something falling out, she just kept stumbling down the hallway to the bathroom, hence oh the blood on God. the walls. She oh, lost oh, so much oh. blood that she went into shock and was decompensating, which is just uh, a term meaning dying. Um, we rushed her to the hospital and the emergency transferred her to a major facility for emergency surgery. Last I heard, she survived. Jesus fuck. Wow. Like, what the fuck that guy? Like, hey, you want to be a puppet? <laughs> what a dick. Like, oh, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> fuck. I was like, okay, maybe it's just anal gone wrong. Like, as you were telling me, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, ah! <laughs> no. Yeah, that went from like zero to 11 in like a second. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I was like, okay, yeah, I get it. Like, maybe she tore, she was bleeding a little bit, whatever. Like, nope, pulled her insides out. Okay. (laughs) She reminds me of bad Santa. (laughs) You ain't gonna shit right for a week. (laughs) (laughs) 
speaking of. Oh, fuck. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go to my, uh, my other story, or my next story. Another EMT classic. My wife has a story of when she was dating an EMT. She was working as a journalist for the local community newspaper at the time, so she tagged along to hopefully get a story. So they respond to a shooting in a very upmarket suburban area in Johannesburg. When they arrive, they find a woman covered in gore and blood and a man with a gaping hole in his stomach. What happened is they had returned from their honeymoon and were getting busy. The husband thought it would be a good idea to get his wife to insert a revolver into his rectum. However, the revolver was loaded and the safety was off. So mid blowjob, the gun went off, blowing a hole in his stomach and covering his new bride in blood, intestines, and pieces of his rectum. Fuck, that's one way to get life insurance. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Like, we're talking about South Africa, like Johannesburg, South Africa? Yeah. Fuck. I was just like, how does this guy just have, I don't know, we're from Canada, so it's like, how does he have a gun so easily? (laughs) So the the rest of that, which like, I don't know, maybe we can decide after if we need to cut this out. But uh, the last sentence of that is they had a good chuckle when the black police men arrived and remarked, I'm not even going to try and say that. But basically, they were like, oh, white people, they're crazy. Um, <laughs> oh, the guy died, by the way. Yeah, yeah well, I, I hope so. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be alive after that. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Wow. Fucking white people. <laughs> <laughs> white people. They're crazy. <laughs> Sticking revolvers up their asses. Oh On God. vacation. So, like, they took a gun with them? I don't understand. Well, apparently, I mean, I've never been, but apparently uh, Johannesburg is very, very violent. Like, it's one of the most violent cities in the mm. world. So, I don't I don't know enough, but I, I've heard... They just come in with the hotel. (laughs) In the drawer. They replace the Bibles with Exactly. (laughs) No, the the one night stand has the Bible, the other one has the the butt revolver. (laughs) (laughs) The honeymoon suite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Holy crap. Honeymoon suite gives you two bullets. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Gross. Wow, what a way to go. <laughs> I like how these resulted in death. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, you can get your finger torn off or, you know, like <laughs> chemical burns. Well, oh, Brad Pitt broke his arm. This guy blew his fucking colon out. <laughs> <laughs> this girl was a puppet. <laughs> she survived. Uh, I wouldn't want to after that. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> that sounds awful. Fuck, a lot like, of recovery. Oh, and just, yeah, like, eating jello for, like, three months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, like, your colon's so sensitive. Like, if it was punctured at all, like, they'd have to remove some of it. And if it was, like, severely damaged, like, then she'd have to have, a like, a colpo- colpo- coloscopy bag? Is that what it is? Col- colostomy bag? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So the other thing, I'll, I'll send you guys pictures after, but the other thing that came a lot was I found this article, which was, no, actually, 
Pinterest. There is a Pinterest board dedicated for doctors who post x-rays of people with things stuck up their butts. Oh my surprise God. Me there's like, there's crime scene photos on Pinterest. It <laughs> is <laughs> fucking there's... crazy. Like a peanut butter jar. And you're like, you know, wow, that is a peanut butter jar. I, <laughs> I remember when I was working at Helenda's and I was at cash one day, there was, uh, I can't remember who was like a doctor. I think it was a nurse. So we were just chatting. It's like 11 o'clock in the afternoon. The store's empty. So like we're chatting for a couple minutes. And like, I see his like scrubs on. I'm like, you're just coming from work. He's like, yeah. It's been like a long, long day. I'm like, what's a long day for you? He's like, you know, 20 hours. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, where do you, where do you work? He's like, oh, I work in uh, Emerge. I'm like, oh, you probably, you probably have some good stories. He's like, yeah, yeah, I got quite a few stories. He's like, nine times out of ten, it's someone who gets something stuck up their ass. I'm like, what, really? <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. He's like, at least, you know, at least five or six people a night come in because they've got something stuck up their ass. <laughs> I'm like, you know, like, uh, like dildos and stuff like that. He's like, honestly, I wish what he's like <laughs> the weirdest things. He's like, the people will take the weirdest things and stick them up their asses for like, he's like, not even for sexual reasons, just for some stupid reason. It's like, again, like, like peanut butter jars and stuff like that. It's, <laughs> I love that you were just having thing. this conversation with this guy <laughs> casually. <laughs> <your> shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my it made god my day. like my day sucked up until that point and i'm like wow i'm like it doesn't matter what happens from here on in like that was some of the greatest storytelling i've ever heard <laughs> my god i'm never gonna look at the waiting room at a hospital the same again <laughs> <laughs> exactly you, like, you have something what? stuck in your bed <laughs> <laughs> i just sent you a bunch of x-ray pictures in uh in our snapchat group because like one of them is like a buzz light your doll <laughs> and then one person like got something stuck in there and then tried to retrieve it with salad tongs and then the salad tongs got stuck (laughs) (laughs) but the common theme above like all of the stuck in the ass stories is their excuses that they give the doctors like oh i slipped getting out of the shower and fell onto my like deodorant (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah okay that's hilarious (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> an aerosol can is that what that is oh fly spray <laughs> oh shit that's like, fuck funny i get being resourceful but like use think it fucking through you as a cucumber or something yeah, like, that's, yeah. i love how we went to the same thing oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, terrific all right oh, Ange, what else oh. you got oh okay my last one is like the least severe, I think. <laughs> it's pretty tame. <laughs> yeah, let me page flip. Um, okay. Uh, uh, it has to deal with the uh, tongue lacerations. So Ugh. my biggest fear, one of one of my several biggest fears with my kids, um, is them running around and like biting their tongue off or like choking on something. Um, or like having like, I don't know, a spoon in their mouth when they're running and just getting it lodged in their throat. So happening to stumble upon tongue lacerations and apparently kids are the most common, um, victims, I guess, of this. <laughs> uh, and usually because they're running and they bite their tongues, I'm like, oh good. So my fears are, are well-founded. That's great. Um, but apparently it can get really serious. Like from everybody's bit their tongue before, you know, you've probably bit your tongue harder at least once 
in your life than than mm-hmm. like a, a casual like I'm chewing on a steak and I bit my cheek or whatever. Um, but if you cut through certain like depth on your tongue, um, it can swell and it can compromise your airways. Um, because it's a muscle, there's so many um, there's so many veins and there's so much blood flow to that part of your face. Yeah, as soon as if it gets cut to a certain point, it can you you'll either drown or it'll swell oh up so bad that you can't breathe. So again, I kept looking at like, what do you do? Like, what do first responders do? And uh, a lot of it's like, make sure that they haven't injured anything else. Make sure that their airways clear. And I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like, I have a whole new like list of things to worry about with my kids. Oh my god! Uh, so if it's a serious laceration and like going back to medieval times, like having your tongue kind of cut out of your mouth or whatever. Um, they have to use uh, like towel lined clamps to, to hold your tongue, like to basically like compress your tongue and pull it out so that they can, <laughs> they can sew you back up. <laughs> so um, it needs to be sutured quickly because, because that's swelling, like it can pool in, in the wrong spot because there's no, there's no flow to it, so it can all. I mean, you could have. I think muscle death was mm-hmm. a concern if it if there's not enough blood flow to the tip of your tongue. Um, so it has to be sutured quickly, um, and it's really fucking gross. So, <laughs> fun fact: if you're having trouble stopping um, bleeding, get cornstarch or flour to help it coagulate. Ew. Cool. <laughs> Ew, cool. Just dip oh, your I, tongue in a bucket I, of flour. <laughs> I have neither one of those things in my house your to know. Oh my god. All I could think of when you said that was like, well, honey's good for infections. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, what the hell? But could you even like I just wonder what kind of damage it would do to your taste buds. Not honey, like having having your tongue oh. cut off. Like having it sutured, like yeah, I, both my kids were C-sections and they, they sutured me. Like I didn't have, uh, I didn't have staples or whatever the other ones are, but like that along the scar line, it's like, Oh, no hair grows there. No, I was like, what does that have to do with your tongue? <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Like, I'm no, I'm with you now. I'm with you now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like if you're, if they cut your tongue and they suture your tongue and there's like, does it, does it scar? And like, do you just have this like line in your tongue where you don't taste anything? And would Maybe you know? Maybe it's like starfish where it regenerates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that must be it. God. Twice the tongues will grow back. Oh. <laughs> 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 no. But that reminds me of when we did the um, congenital insensitivity wait, congenital insensitivity to pain, uh, where they said one of the number one injuries was kids biting biting chunks of their tongue off because they couldn't feel it. Uh, right. Throwback. Gross. Throwback. Oh. Yeah, I don't... Oh, mom, what is this? This is the weirdest bubble gum I've ever had. It's tasteless. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, like, my, my, my two personal stories and my collarbones... So, in case what, you didn't know, them? yeah, I've injured both of them. <laughs> oh. Not just one, but both. Not at the same time. Um, so, my left one, I couldn't have been older than, like, I want to say, like, seven, six or seven. 
I think it was in like grade one, grade two when it happened. And I went to the I went to um, the dollar store with my my friend James and my cousin Andrea, who was watching us, or my aunt. Yeah, my aunt Andrea. And when we were coming back, we we're running down the street towards the court. We we lived in the court at the time. And my friend James, when he was running behind me, he uh, he kicked a rock while he was running. So it happened to like land in front of me. So I kicked it and tripped over at the same time. And when <laughs> I fell, my left collarbone smashed into it. Ah. Yeah. So it didn't quite break, but it like cracked it. Ew. Um, yeah. Which is actually, I got really lucky because if it like cracked open, like if it broke, I would have had to um, get like, do what I did in an operation, like put a plate in it and everything. Luckily they didn't. Oh. Um, I just remember them like putting, they put something on it and then they like gave me, um, they gave me a sling and I had to rock this sling for like, I think like six or seven weeks. So like there I am like a grade, like seven or eight years old, like grade one or two. And they're like, oh yeah, so you can go out for recess and everything. Like you're, you're fine with that. I'm like, okay, like, but don't run. Don't, you know, <laughs> don't Fair do kid, anything. Don't run. <laughs> Like walk, if you're walking, walk very carefully. Cause if you fall and hit it again, like you'll break it in half and we'll have to put a plate and everything. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> like, but, yeah, go, no go pressure, so, like, yeah. So like there I am at recess, like literally like standing around doing nothing. Like, why can't I just, the school wouldn't let me sit inside. They just like, Kicking why can't I just sit in the- <laughs> 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 Oh, I couldn't even kick. They're like, don't do anything. <laughs> just sit still. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like, can I at least like play my Game Boy? Like, can I bring my Game Boy to school? Oh, no, you can't bring your Game Boy. I'm like, the fuck? What? Just let me sit inside the office, like, color <laughs> or something. Like, going outside's a fucking tease. Like, why am I here? Um, so yeah, I'd wear this thing for like seven or eight weeks. Like, it, I look back, I'm like, yeah, it felt like forever. Um, and then it was fine. I still get pain in it every once in a while. Ever since then, like, if it's damp out. Or if it's like if it's about to like thunderstorm, I can feel it in my collarbone. Ooh, uh, Jesus! What are you, an old medicine woman? <laughs> probably. <laughs> I can't even make fun of you because all of my ailments tend to flare up with thunderstorms and stuff. So. <laughs> oh. The pressure change. <laughs> I have two more sex stories. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so I think. The, the favorite thing that I've learned, like my new favorite term, which is an actual medical term, which is penis captivus. <laughs> Fuck. Almost spit up my coffee. <laughs> so <laughs> this couple is fucking in the ocean because why not? <laughs> and I guess because of like this suction and stuff, things are really tight and suctiony. And she has her orgasm good for her. They're like, all right, let's go get, let's go get some drinks or whatever. He can't pull out. Like physically cannot pull out. So obviously they like kind of panic and they're like, oh fuck. So somehow, I don't know the logistics of how they got help, but somehow a doctor was brought to their location and was unable to separate them. (laughs) So they had to be taken, while still entangled, to the hospital, where he was essentially, um, or they were both given 
medications to like relax their muscles and stuff. So what happened was she had her orgasm and when a female, good for her, (laughs) when a female orgasms, her like pelvic floor, like all of those muscles are like contracting like crazy and very rhythmically. And then when it's done, it's the huge release. So when penis captivus happens, that release doesn't happen. So all of those muscles stay completely like clenched in tight and your pelvic floor is just like fucking locked down. And then what that does is it applies pressure to the penis, which is already full of blood. So it stops it kind of like those like cock rings or whatever that like are supposed to help um, like maintain erections and stuff. It's basically doing that. It's holding the blood in the penis. And now because of the extra pressure, um, add panic to that whatever stimulate <laughs> continued stimulation he can't lose his erection and even more and then and then the panic sets in so even more blood rushes to the area as as what happens when you're injured anywhere is blood rushes there to try and help so he's now so swollen and engorged and she's so clamped down that they are stuck together <laughs> Oh my god, that's impressive. Penis captivists. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep. Yeah, so that's that. Gross. So basically the moral of the story is don't go fucking in the ocean. It, it wasn't it wasn't even so much with the ocean. Um really all the doctors that like commented on this and stuff or people in the healthcare profession were like, just relax. Like just do you have somewhere to go? No. Okay, cool. Just chill. Give it 15 minutes and your muscles will eventually relax on their own. But if people can't pull out right away, they like fucking panic. And then that makes everything 10 times worse. Oh my God. So just relax. Just chill. Relax. Try yeah. it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I have a quick quiz for you guys. Super easy. Okay. I can almost guarantee you'll pass. All right. All you have to answer is yes or no. Does cement belong in a mixer? Yes. Yes. Uh, Foundation or flooring? Yes. Yes. Someone's butt? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Are we doing doing anal molds? Is that what's happening? Rectal rectal molds? It must be. If if you're in the mob and you're trying to like sink somebody, then yes. <laughs> if not, no, absolutely not. Just weigh them down from the inside out. Oh. Um. So this 20 year old from North Carolina asked his partner to mix concrete and then pour it into his ass with a funnel. <laughs> what the? It's hell? unclear why if the pleasure came from like if they were trying to make a mold or if like the pleasure came from it going in or like waiting for it to harden and then like the pulling out was I don't I don't know what the intent was. All I could think of though is I just mixed a bunch of cement to make like weights for my um, pop up tent, <laughs> and a thing I forgot until I did that was cement gets hot. When you mix it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Like, hot. Like, I don't know, Angie. Maybe you can say, but like second or third degree burn hot. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) You got me really scared there. I'm like, what do you know? (laughs) 
Can I press pause right now? <laughs> um, oh. And the other thing, just the process of concrete, is that it um, sucks in moisture. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. That's right? why it's so, it's so difficult to uh, get off your hands and, like, your arms and that when you use it. You have to clean yeah. it off, like, right away or it's just, like, a fucking chore and a half to get it off. Yeah, it can, it can be really dangerous. And that's why the, the proportions to cement are so important, too. Because if it um, gets, if there's not enough water to counterbalance, like, the moisture that it's absorbing and then also the heat that's burning off some of the moisture, it's going to crack. And that, or it's like too sludgy. So there's like, there is some chemistry there, but yeah, it heats up and it just sucks moisture. Like you wouldn't believe. So to have that in your ass. (laughs) It's already like a a hot and moisture and like, like sucking place. (laughs) It's a goddamn hot mess is what it is. Um, So four hours later, they went into the ER complaining of abdominal pain. Oh yeah. (laughs) But eventually had to explain what happened. So as far as I know, everything was removed fine. No one died this time, but should have. Don't. That kind of of stupid doesn't deserve to live. (laughs) Like at least use silicone. (laughs) Gross. So yeah. Tell us your accident stories or injury (laughs) stories. What have you put up your butt? Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, I'm glad I would love it if we is... heard from, like, if we had any EMTs or, like, nurses or something that listened to us that had some shit show stories. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Like, what's the stupidest thing you've ever seen someone do? What's, what's the worst thing? <laughs> god. Or what's, like, Bro, the biggest lie you've caught someone in? Oh, my God. Yeah, so, like, let us know. We want to know about all your gross injuries. Or, like, mm-hmm. do you want us to do more? Because <laughs> there's no shortage of stupid out on the internet. <laughs> Darwinism at its finest. There you go. Exactly. That was literally one of the titles of <laughs> the article that I read. <laughs> I think that was the, the one with the gun. That one was, like, Darwinism at work or something like that. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sitting crooked podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, find us on Facebook and all the other things. Well, and thanks. Th- yeah, uh, Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. And, Forget about yeah. the others. Yeah, and you know, thanks, Shane, I guess, for showing up or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> well, whatever. I guess I'm like a regular now. I'm like, I'm wearing the shirt. As yeah, well. Aww. Aww. Yeah, we finally gave sh- gave Shane a shirt. <laughs> we gave him shit and a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we gave him shit. Oh my god. We gave him a shirt to cover both of his collarbones. Yeah, there you go. Stop complaining. God. <laughs> <laughs> go ride a couch or something. <laughs> don't go I'm on the first couch out of here. <laughs> yeah, so I couldn't go to school my first week because I like I rode a couch down a hill and it was grassy and like <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. Good. Good.